welcome to episode three of Point Me to Jesus. We pray that this ministry is a blessing to you, and I'm so excited to introduce you to my good friend, Amy Rains. Amy, welcome. Thank you. Amy is our first female guest. Actually, we have had two male guests, and Amy is our, our third, so we are so grateful for her time and her talents. Amy is a wonderful um, dietitian for families, and I want to encourage your families. If you have not found Amy's website yet, you are going to be writing me and emailing me thank you notes, <laughs> because Amy has a ministry is what I call it. It's actually a business, but I call it a ministry because for those of us moms who need the list, who need the step-by-step -step recipes, she's my go-to gal. Uh, Amy is the author of one Pot Gluten-Free Cooking. This was her debut um, cookbook, but you also have... Yes, I have, a second, I have a second cookbook. Um, it's the Big Book of Instant Pot Recipes. So this is all for those of you who love the Instant Pot and yes. want something quick and easy. I'm actually a co-author to that, so it's me and three other ladies. But this is, this is all Amy here. And the beautiful thing about this one, girls, is she actually puts in the ingredient list for you, um, the pantry list for you, and tells you exactly what pot to use for the recipe, which is a lifesaver for me. I'm like, what do I do, my skillet or whatever um, Amy teaches you? And I'm just, it's an honor to have you. I Thank mean, you. really and truly, I feel like I'm sitting down with Martha Stewart, Oh, stop. <laughs> I'll take it. She's the, she is the new Martha Stewart, okay? <laughs> Trust me, go to her website, follow her. Her recipes have been tried and true. The only objection that I have is yours look picture perfect. Oh, well, okay, that's a lot of editing and Photoshop, so. <laughs> there was one recipe that I did not too long ago, because I do your recipes almost, you know, every other day. And so uh, the children had seen the picture of it, and they were just yeah, thrilled when I pulled it out. Not even the same coloring as yours, but yeah. the taste was there. It was delicious, but... Uh, how you do that, you'll have to show a little magic, a little magic. Look, but <laughs> truly, y'all are going to be writing and thanking me, but it is an honor to have you here. Thank you. And one thing, the new tradition, since this is a new ministry, one thing that Lee and I have prayed about doing is asking each of my guests one initial question that's pretty much the same. And I'd love to know, because I know you and I are like-minded in our um, relationships with Jesus Christ, what or who would you say is your favorite hero of the faith in the Bible, in God's Word. Okay, so this was tough because I feel like, you know, obviously I want to say Jesus or yeah. I want to say, I don't know, there's just so many you can go through, but I, right now, I would say if I had to pick one, it would be the Apostle Paul. Yeah. Um, and I think it's just goes back to everything that has maybe gone on the past couple months and just really getting myself immersed into Philippians almost mm -hmm. on a weekly basis, consistently reading that over and over again. Yeah. And what I love about him is that, you know, how much joy and how much humility he has. And basically he points us right back to Jesus. Mm -hmm. I mean, his book is written all about he is a prisoner, obviously, when, yeah. in, in Philippians when he's in prison and he's still finding so much joy and love. And I'm thinking, if Paul can be shackled yeah. as a prisoner and can tell us, you know, and just help us out in what we think is a dire situation, but I mean, he had it obviously 10 times worse. And just thinking about how he changed his life, 
you know, from oppressing Christians to then seeing the light and, you know, Jesus showing him the way and him being able to stand up and be so brave and say, I was wrong. Yeah, and that's God's transformative power. I mean, it is exciting when you do read, and I'm so thankful that you brought up Philippians. Many of you may not know that are watching, we are just now in Virginia coming out of an over 50-day quarantine. Yeah. And so that's why we can sit just a little bit closer <laughs> than we could have in the past. And we didn't have to Skype or Zoom, but we're still being careful. But it is a time where I do believe you're right. We could somewhat, not not totally, but somewhat relate to that confinement yeah. that Paul must have felt, but yet through it all, he was able to sing hymns of praise and yes. to rejoice um, because I love my mom's acronym for joy. J-O-Y, Jesus, only you. Oh, and I love that. that. Okay. Wonder, I'm Jesus, take that Jesus, only you. Because like you said, I mean, were it not for just the Holy Spirit calling Paul on that Damascus road and those scales from his eyes falling, I mean, that transformation yeah. occurred immediately. And uh, he went from being um, just a Christ persecutor to truly a champion for Christ and all things. But yeah. I also love that he can say, I, you know, I was wrong. Oh yeah. And he can yeah. shout it from the mountaintops and, yeah. you know, tell everybody, you know, this was not, I, I didn't even see the light. I was about myself Yeah. and I cannot find the joy and happiness that I have without Jesus Christ. So, That's exactly right. I'm so excited. We could just talk about this. All okay. day. <laughs> I have talked to Amy. I was like, one day I would like for us to prayerfully do a study together yes. where we incorporate some of your wholesome uh, recipes, you know, with a study through God's word. And I was even before Amy came this morning in my quiet time, I was going through, you know, throughout the Bible, food is uh, such a focus of fellowship. Yes. You know, I mean, they didn't have restaurants. Uh, like we have today, which made the dining room family time experience that much more of a sacred celebration. Yes, yes. You know, and so, and you look through, I mean, Jesus and in his first miracle at the wedding of Cana, and then you look at Jesus feeding the 5,000 with um, the, the, the fish and the loaves and, and that multiplication. And then, and, um, and also in Luke, Jesus at the home of Mary and Martha. And, um, and many of you know uh, this, this story, and uh, I love it for so many reasons, but I'll tell you in a second. As Jesus and his disciples were on their way, he came to a village where a woman named Martha opened her home to him, which is what you yes. encourage yes. <laughs> all of us to do. She had a sister called Mary who sat at the Lord's feet listening to what he said, but Martha was distracted by all the preparations that had to be made. She came to him and asked, Lord, don't you care that my sister has left me to do the work by myself? Tell her to help me. Martha, Martha, the Lord answered, you are worried and upset about many things, but only one thing is needed. Mary has chosen what is better and it will not be taken away from her. One thing that I love to call your business and ministry, Wholesome Licious, is because you do free up time for those of us moms that necessarily um, cooking is, is not 
It's, it's, I enjoy it. Right. Make it enjoyable. <laughs> well, you, you, mo- you mostly like the end product and being yeah. able yes, to do it. It's just exactly. Yeah. But to have those steps in place that yeah. enable me to have more time for fellowship and more time for fun with our children. Right. So thank you oh, for that. You're welcome. Thank I you. I love that. It's such a compliment. I've also wondered too, okay, imagine you're Martha. Okay. All right. And you've got. Jesus and you know he he traveled with 12 so essentially you're feeding 13 plus Lazarus and Mary yeah, so, so about that's about 15 people what would you what would I think oh see this is where I would struggle because I I always say that my favorite meal the one we celebrate Jesus with you know for Christmas mm-hmm. the one that we celebrate birthdays or special occasions is always steak yeah <laughs> steak and potatoes yeah. and broccoli um but that's difficult with 15 people. So I guess my other go-to meal would be just something comforting and something that I can make a big pot of yeah. and that would kind of do best over time if I got to start it in the morning. And that would yeah. be either chili or spaghetti. Oh, that's awesome. So yeah. see, that's, that's a good visual of what, right. you know. I've often thought, too, you know, Mary and Martha and Lazarus, they were considered three of Jesus' best friends. And you know, I don't know that they were there when Jesus said the 5,000, over 5,000, but you know they had definitely heard right. about that miracle. I've always thought Martha's biggest mistake in this, in this, in this passage was why she was asking Mary into the kitchen. I, I would have been saying, Jesus, <laughs> how can Jesus, you? get in here right now. <laughs> yeah. You're the one. I call on him quite often when right. I'm in That's the kitchen. That's a good point. I like that. Because of it, you know, the Lord has given Amy such a gift that He's not given me. You have definitely um, helped me and my preparations for my family. But I just can't. And not only this, um, folks. This is not only a heroine of wholesome cooking and uh, living and, and lifestyle journaling, but Amy is also a veteran. Uh, Amy, tell us a little bit about your history because you know I have a huge heart for our Which I love. military. Okay. Yeah. I really do, and I just want to thank you for your service. Thank but you. can you tell our viewers because I know that's going to like not that you need to be endeared to her anymore, <laughs> but this was GI Jane. <laughs> yeah, so I actually um, was part of the ROTC program when I went through college. So I was commissioned in 2003 as a military intelligence officer, which was right when the war started. And I served four years. I always want to say five because of the, the I didn't get out until 2008, but it was um, five years. And I was an MI officer, so I worked for a couple different places, but my first job was I was a squadron a squadron um, military intelligence aviation officer. So I worked with assessing the threat um, with helicopter pilots, and it was great. I was deployed to Iraq in 2005 to 2006. I have to always think about that because it was the year I got married. Um, not only was it the year I got married, I got married on February 18th, and then I deployed a week later. Oh, so, and he's in the military. So. Yeah, so my husband and I spent our first year of marriage living apart. Mm-hmm. And so we go back to, um, so we didn't live together until we were, had been married for 14 months. <laughs> Where was he deployed? So he was around? not deployed at okay, the time. He so he was up. back, yeah, he was back in the U.S. He yeah. actually was in California first, and then he... Um, that transferred to Washington, D.C. So he was 
um, working actually in Northern Virginia. So when I got back, I was um, out of a unit in Colorado, Colorado Springs. I was able to be with him right into DC. So what an adventure the Lord yeah. has had you on. Now, when you were in Iraq, were you able to, were you inspired by some of the dishes there? Or did you stay oh, on base? base no, I, no, we stayed on base. But you know what? I yeah. still, like, food has always been my love language. So I still remember, you know, some of the really nice, like, locals that would, um, that made us our food. I remember some feasts that I would have at some locals' houses. One of my favorite stories, though, is I loved pomegranates. I've always oh, loved pomegranates. And they grow in abundance in Iraq. Yeah, I did not. I, know I didn't know this either. So one day when I was kind of making a mention to, a, I would call him a friend, but he was an interpreter who was a local Iraqi. The next day he brought me a big case of pomegranates. And then he would bring them to me every week. So it was almost like, you know, as a nutritionist, I'm like, oh, I'm getting some antioxidants. Yeah. It's just like, yeah. just a few vitamins I can get. I need all the help I can get, you know, a year not eating the best food. So it was just that little gesture of love and of him, you know, getting that to me. It was just, I'll never. Do you stay in touch with him at all? No, because they don't have, they, we didn't have the communication. Even back then, people didn't have email addresses yeah. and I'm sure yeah. now he does or he's yeah. probably on Facebook who knows but um he probably visits <laughs> kind of whole solution looking yeah. for those pomegranate recipes right. and I do have some actually yeah I know you do I know you do so it's still like pomegranates to me will always be like the special reminder of that time I had in yeah. Iraq and so that yeah. is so wonderful. Well, listen, we are going to actually run to the kitchen right now to watch a demonstration of this beautiful woman's talents and just see how gifted and blessed she is and how gifted and blessed you will be by following her ministry and getting her book and feeding your family from a woman who truly loves the Lord and is using her gifts to set her family around the dinner table to glorify the Lord with their conversations and um, just in the enjoyment of eating the beautiful fruit of his creation. So what an honor. Thank you. So follow us into the kitchen.